the sugar show. Oh, yes. It's, it's everything. It's everything. It's high heel shoes. It's makeup. It's wigs. It's, it's video games. It's movies. It's, it's Dungeons and Dragons and World of Warcraft. It's, it's about me. The podcast is about me. You should know this. You downloaded the Jonah Sugar Show. Yes. Oh, God, this voice. I, I sound like the author. Yes. Oh, I need a nap. Well, hello, darlings, and welcome back to the Donna Sugar Show. Oh, yes. I am your host, is Donna Sugars, and I am pouring myself a glass of Coke. Yes, because that's what you need in an audio podcast, is something in the background to distract you. Oh, God. There we go. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> So it's been a little while. Um, I kind of went on an impromptu hiatus, uh, uh, an unplanned uh, podcast vacation, um, and uh, let's get right into that. Um, for those of you who are new to the podcast, um, hi. <laughs> uh, welcome to the podcast. My name is Donna Sugars. I am an in quasi i'd say amateur drag queen uh, uh and uh, lover of video games and all things science fiction and video games and I'm a big nerd a little bit of dungeons and dragons and a love for glitter and wigs so <laughs> the best of both worlds really uh so let's get right into what happened so <laughs> My podcast board back home is over 10 years old, and it's it's definitely had its good times and its bad times. A few of the channels are starting to not work. Um, it's it's definitely had better days. Excuse me. Oh, yes, that's lovely. So I didn't want to bring it with me because I didn't really have the space, and at the same time, it was so beat up that I'm like, you know what? I might just be better off buying a USB microphone, and then it'll be fine. So I did that, and from the last episode, it just it wasn't right. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to splurge on myself, and I'm going to buy myself a brand new soundboard. And I'm going to buy the soundboard of my dreams. Um, I <laughs> It was one that I've been looking at for a long time now. And I'm like, I'm going to get that for myself. And so I spent the money, I, I ordered it, and then I got a message from Daniel Brewer. Uh, my friend Daniel, uh, uh, everyone knows him from the various podcasts he's from, uh, from the old Doobies and Tent and then Doobies and Tent Plus and, and just one of the co-founders of Pride 48 and where you can see him now, um, he's, uh, he's on that darn Elvis. So, uh, so he had said, I just got myself a new board. Um, I don't need the old one. I can give it to you just to pay for shipping. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I jumped the gun a bit. I returned the USB microphone. I bought a, a, a XLR mac microphone, a standard plug that I knew would fit in the board. And then I waited. And then I realized I never really arranged a uh, time for Daniel. Like, like when are you going to mail it? Uh, so he finally did get it mailed out. Um, he got it sent over, and I got it uh, last week, and I spent the week trying to figure out how to get it to work. I had to make an impromptu trip to Guitar Center uh, because I needed very specific chords, and I'm like, oh, I can wait two days and get it from Amazon, but like, no, I want it right now. Uh, so I went to Guitar Center, and I'm glad I did because the place was empty, and like, there was this, like, the one manager was 
overly appreciative that I even came in for just this chord. Say thank you so much for, for coming to businesses right around now. And I think that's when you really have to, if you need something and you are willing to do it, I, I, I'd rather support a small business. Even though I know Guitar Center is a nationwide chain, but I know that in this specific location, I can definitely tell, is, is having a rough time of it. Uh, so I went and I got my cord, um, and I still had some issues. I had it set up in such a weird way that um, everything worked, but everything worked at full strength, full power, but I couldn't mute anything. I couldn't control the levels. Um, and then I talked to Daniel, and Daniel told me like five things to press, and then it worked like a dream. So I realized that I, yeah, <laughs> sometimes I, I think that I know more than I do. Um, I don't know shit sometimes. So <laughs> I have the new board. It works. I think everything sounds great. Um, I think that there's definitely an improvement there. So I'm kind of, I'm very happy about that. Um, I'm enjoying my time here in California. It has been, um, has, um, it is, uh, going very well so far. I've, I think I've fully adjusted to the time. Uh, uh, waking up early for work, still working on an East Coast time schedule, and uh, and it doesn't bother me at all. And I think that it's been very nice to know that your your work day is over at two o'clock, two p.m. in the afternoon, and you have the rest of the day to yourself. And so I think that that's something that just works. Um, I had uh, all these days off, all this uh, vacation that I had not taken. Um, and I thought that I had arranged it in such a way that I would have be done, um, but apparently I still had several hours. So my my one of my bosses was like, "Okay, what are we gonna do this time? Um, there are people taking days off. You can't have a whole another day off. So what I will do is come in an hour late every day for for um, from now until you go out for the holidays." Okay, <laughs> so now instead of waking up at five in the morning, I get to wake up at six. And um, that little extra hour like feels even more normal. And so it makes for, for a shorter day, a less stressful day. Um, it's still <laughs> the holiday times brings out um, issues. I mean, obviously, uh, it's a stressful environment. And, and when you have a business um, that needs help, that's that's where I kind of step in. Um, I've never really talked about what I do at work. And I think I'm going to leave it there and not go into more details uh, just because I think that I have to keep that separate to an extent there <laughs> uh, so forgive me um, but not, I think I, I've, I've gotten very used to it um, I love being home I love seeing my mother every day <laughs> she's she's actually away this weekend um, uh, while, while the cat's away the mice can um, play video games and order pizza <laughs> uh, but no I, I just I, I enjoy being home my, my mother is here my nephew lives here as well and um, there's these two wonderful dogs. So I have animals that I can just sit and pet. And I, I miss having animals. Um, I Being here, very specific memories come back of, of growing up. And I just can't help but, but miss this place and love this place. And as different as it is, what I will say is I find myself constantly missing Buffalo. And constantly going like, oh, well, when I get home, like I, I've, I've fully referring to Buffalo as home and I can't wait to get back there. But I'm going to be actually here a little bit longer <laughs> than originally planned. Um, so with COVID and how it's been going, uh, there was an announcement made at our work that they're actually going to be postponing everyone coming back into the office until April 
in hopes that vaccines and whatnot, everything will be done by that point, uh, that we can return to our stand, our normal setting. Uh, so since I don't have to return uh, uh, January 4th as I originally planned, I've decided to stay a little bit longer, and I'm actually going to be out here uh, until the end of February. Uh, as long as work, nothing happens and work needs to call me back, um, end of February, so it's an extra two months. Um, I'm loving it a lot. I think I have enough clothes and everything I need here. There's obviously a thousand things. Um, I've been finding myself in these free times going, oh, I just want to put on some makeup. And then I realized everything. All of my makeup is back in <laughs> Buffalo. Uh, so I, I'm either going to have to order new stuff for out here or I'm going to have to be like, Hey, Corey, um, can you go into my house and put all my makeup in a box and mail it to me? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yet. So um, I just, I, I, Donna Sugars wants to come out. She keeps fighting to come out. And so <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I was going to go into my traditional two minutes of news. There are so many things that have happened in the last few weeks. Uh, and I know I've missed so many weeks of podcasts and I have so many stories and so I thought, um, instead of doing the very traditional two minutes of news, that what I'm going to do is I'm just going to kind of go through my giant folder of news that I've been saving here and kind of just hit the cliff notes on what that I thought was important. And if it's something is a, an evergreen or something that would hold up that I can save for another week, I will. So let's play this. I've got my soundboard here. Let's do this. You rock! <laughs> Two minutes of news! Yes! I do love having a good bumper. Oh, I, <laughs> I do love that. Uh, so, uh, first article, very simple. Uh, the Zakar Twins. Um, I followed them on Instagram. I know they, they did a lot of photo shoots with some drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. This beautiful set of twins um, had made a promise during the election that um, if... Uh, Biden won, they would provide, provide only fan-style content, and he did win, and everyone was very insistent on when are they going to be getting their content. Well, <laughs> they, did, uh, they did hold up their end of the bargain, and uh, on their Twitter they did post a beautiful picture of the two of their bare bottoms, um, quite, um, what's the word? Luscious? Is that a good word for an ass? They're, they're beautiful bottoms. They're, they're, they're quite round and uh, they're, they're beautiful. <laughs> so go check out uh, Zakar, uh, Z-A-K-A-R twins on their Twitter to see this beautiful photo of their bottom from November the 8th. Uh, God bless. Uh, Wentworth Miller, uh, uh, the actor known for Prison Break and his work in d the various DC programs. Uh, uh, he was in uh, The Flash and then went on to DC Legends of Tomorrow, has said that he will no longer play straight roles. He said, uh, I'm out of Prison Break officially. I just don't want to play straight characters. Their stories have been told and told. Uh, Am I saying gay actors, gay men specifically, should only play gay parts? No, I'm speaking for myself, and at this point in my life and career, it feels it's what feels interesting, inspiring, and right. So I, I think that's great. I think that you you have to applaud the fact that he wants to play characters that have gone through the same experiences he has. So and I think that's wonderful, and I hope that those opportunities come to him. 
I think he's I, he's he's a beautiful man. I think that and I think that there's something quite genuine about it. So I, I kind of hope to see what he will do. Now he's been called Map Daddy. He's he's had a few names. Uh, Queerty <laughs> Queerty has actually called him Map Daddy. Uh, Steve Kornacki has been named one of People Magazine's sexiest mans alive. Now, if you don't know who Steve Kornacki is, girl, um, he was the MSNBC like the man who hugged me and got me through the week long <laughs> election drama. He was there every step of the way giving you all that you needed to know about the election. Oh, and he just, he has glasses. He's, he's beautiful. And he's a, he's an openly gay man. Oh, he's so pretty. Uh, so I'm so happy that he is <laughs> one of Sexiest Men Alive. I gotta, gotta love a sexy, nerdy... Uh, love it so much. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. Now, uh, another newscaster, a uh, former Fox News anchor Megan Kelly, uh, um, that mess, has chosen to leave New York City because he, she says that it's way too liberal um, and she can no longer, it doesn't, they don't uh, vibe with her. It's code for, I have no friends because I'm a, hit her with the, hit her with the hard T, she's a cunt. Okay, Let, let's be fair. I mean, I could sit here and, and try and apologize around it. She's a cunt. We all know it. <laughs> um, there, there's so many of those over at that news station. So she doesn't know anyone. No one likes her. So she's pulling her kids from their 60,000 a year school. And she's going to go somewhere in middle America where people give a shit what she has to say. Bye. Uh, no one's going to miss you. See you later. Uh, and, and, and off she goes. Beauty queen Uni Carey was stabbed to death by her husband with a knife and fork while he was high on meth. The couple uh, in their Miami home, uh, kind of a Miami apartment, um, he had called the police confessing to stabbing Carey while high on meth um, after they had had an argument. Uh, he went into a rage. He grabbed the knife and fork, pushed her to the ground, and began stabbing her. Um... I just, I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand meth. Uh, I can't, uh, I know when I was younger, I had moments uh, of experimentation, but meth seems just so much. I don't know. Um, it just seems a little extreme to me. Um, if you, what unhappiness in your life is there that, that, that you needed to turn to something like that? Um, and I feel terrible for him that he's going to have to live with that for the rest of his life. He is going to have to understand that what he did was awful and, and when he was on drugs and it's never going to excuse what he did. He's forever going to have that haunting that he he's killed someone that he loved. So the new game Call of Duty uh, has recently come out. Now Call of Duty itself is not a new game but their new game Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War was released um, in November and has given the option of a non-binary gender preference. Um, originally, what their thought was going to be was going to be that there was going to be male, female, and classified. Uh, and then um, the thought process was, well, why are the other two okay if you're trying to paint classified as something that is is uh, unacceptable or something that is secret? Well, no, there are people who are non-binary who... who it's not something that that's secret. It's something that it's who they are, and it should be something that's that's an option for them. So, 
having that option, obviously, you've got those cis white male <laughs> heterosexuals who just can't handle it. Um, it's, it's obviously caused a lot of anger on their part. But I mean, honestly, who cares uh, if you're not non-binary? Don't choose that option. Uh, it's giving people options. God forbid that everyone gets to feel like they are part of the game. Now, obviously, this, this article means nothing now, uh, even though it's been proved absolutely right. The CDC is strongly recommending that you don't travel for Thanksgiving. And guess what? People did. And guess what? A surge of numbers. So thank you for listening to CDC, everyone. I, I'm going to have to just ask the question, and hopefully someone out there can tell me. What the fuck is Snyder's cut of Justice League? So, so apparently... <laughs> I don't get it. So, the movie was filmed, and then someone else is going to take the movie and, like, edit it into a different movie? And now they're actually going to be doing some new filming? So, um... So then is it not the same movie? Like, I just don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I, and I, I apologize for my ignorance. I don't understand what's being done. Um, there was an article about the fact that they're giving Joe Manganiello's uh, Deathstroke character a new look um, as he was seen in the post-credits uh, scene with the returning Lux, uh, Lex Luthor by Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, so he posted a picture and... Now, I had talked about him and his blue mohawk. Well, his mohawk is, is definitely part of his look. Uh, I wonder, I mean, I don't know if the blue part is part of his look, um, but he does have that mohawk, and he's looking rough and ready. Um, he's so sexy. Uh, so someone explain to me what this means. What's, what does it mean? What's Snyder's cut of Justice League? Like, wh what does it mean? Explain it. I feel, stu I feel stupid. <laughs> so let's, let's get into it. Now, I have been having an emotional roller coaster because I've been rewatching the last season of Schitt's Creek, even though I've already watched it twice. Um, but Dan Levy has hinted that there may be a movie reunion if they can come up with an idea for it. And I am all for it because I just I miss them all so much. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's really kind of twisted how much I love that show. Let's see. Um, without getting into any further de details, Donald Trump Jr. has coronavirus. Uh, so does Rudy Giuliani. Uh, yep. There you go. In November 23rd, the New York City Sheriff's Department broke up a sex party in Astoria, Queens. Uh, there were 80 maskless attendees at Caligula a self-described swingers club violating New York State's COVID-19 regulation. The party organizers and the attendees were charged with multiple misdemeanors. Uh, when they entered, it was a room full of mattresses and boxes of condoms. Well, at least they were wearing condoms. Um, it does not say if this was any particular sexuality. It was just an 80-person free-for-all sex orgy. Uh, I, now, I... I I am all for you enjoying an 80-person sex orgy, but let, let's just get through COVID first, can we? Once we are all safe and COVID is, is in the past, then you just fuck to your heart's content safely and responsibly if you want. Uh, but uh, obviously during these times, yeah, don't break the law, please. 
And speaking of an orgy, anti-gay Hungarian politician resigns after being caught at a 25-man, this is all men, orgy violating coronavirus rules. He was caught with a backpack filled with drugs and has gone on to say, I didn't use the drugs. Okay, well, um... That's nice. <laughs> um, I don't understand why so many um, anti-gay and very Republican-esque, those kinds of conservatives are just always at gay orgies. Um, it just seems very, very odd. <laughs> um, uh, guys, stop fucking these people. Just do me a favor. Um, stop fucking crazy anti-gay right-wing politicians, okay? Just stop fucking them. If you stop fucking them, they'll have to grow the fuck up. I follow the same thought. Okay, um, John Waters has a famous quote where he says, if you go back to someone's house and there are no books on the shelves, don't fuck them. Let's, let's take that a step farther. If you go home with someone and find out they're right-wing crazy person who does not believe in gay rights... Don't fuck them. <laughs> um, there's a thousand more stories here. I just realized, like, we've only gone halfway through the list. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's so much stuff to get into. I'm just going to save it, uh, and we will get into it as we go. Um, there's, I mean, get the House is voting on marijuana. I mean, the woman Brazil had a baby bump that was just a watermelon filled with cocaine. Like, like shit happens <laughs> it gets crazy something happened with Pornhub I, I I have to read the article I just usually sometimes I find an article then I save it and I'm like okay I'll read it later uh, and <laughs> this is a moment where I'm gonna have to read it later um, there, Pfizer has a, a vaccine for us but America's not gonna get all the doses because Trump's a dickhead I mean anything new um, so uh, and and Trump has repeatedly been trying to get the election overturned because he's a fucking baby. Um, and he, he keeps getting smacked down every step of the way by by some, some <laughs> by many judges that he appointed. So it seems kind of fitting. So I know that that is definitely not your traditional news segment. There's just so much there. Um, we will go back to our normal uh, two minutes of news format uh, very soon. But for now, um, I'm going to go ahead and let's move on and let's talk about something else. Let's talk about some video games. She's probably playing WoW or something. Job's done. Me not that kind of orc. Okay, darling. So... Uh, Shadowlands has recently come out. I've been playing it a lot, and I love it so much. And I want to talk about it, uh, but there's obviously so much to get into. So what I want to do is I want to continue on in our talk about the Third War. Now, I am using Gamepedia.com, or Wowpedia, uh, uh, which is a, a kind of very much fan-based lore website. Anytime I want a question answered about lore, this is always the first place I go. So yes, I am using their article uh, titled The Third War to go into the details. So if, if something sounds familiar, it's because I am sometimes immediately just reading what's here. Uh, and I will try to paraphrase where I can. So 
Where we left off, Ner'zhul, uh, after his defeat at the end of the Second War, was captured by the Burning Legion, killed Jaden to punish him, ripped his soul from his body, and encased it in a suit of armor, and encased that armor in the Frozen Throne, a chunk of ice that he hurled at Azeroth, and it smashed into the Northrend Ice Crown Glacier. Uh, from there... Uh, the Lich King was born, and uh, he began taking over Northrend using his dark magic, uh, and had the necromancer Kel'Thuzad take the Plague of Undeath to Lordaeron. Lordaeron, we all remember, being the primary human kingdom of the Second War. So, at the same time that this is happening, the prophet Medivh, Medivh, we all remember from the f talk of the First War, this great uh, mage, um, begins to go out and give prophecies to people. He has had a vision of what is coming. He goes to the orcish warchief Thrall. Thrall, you remember, the Prince of Egypt-style baby uh, that was sent down the river and was uh, found by Adelis Blackmore and, and kept as a slave and gladiator uh, in the internment camps that held the orcs uh, post-Second War. He told Thrall, Take your people... Take what's left uh, of the, the horde, uh, the shamanistic horde that has come back to its roots, sail them across the sea to Kalimdor, a, a new continent that they had never seen before, and to escape the shadow that comes. Now, he didn't just go to Thrall. He also went to Ter uh, King Terranus Menethel of Lordaeron and said, if you want your people to survive, you must travel west. You must flee your land to save your people. Well, Thrall decided to listen. King Tyrannus decided not to. At the same time that he had his son, Arthas Menethil, and Sir Uther Lightbringer investigate, uh, dealing with these rebellious orcs that were trying to leave the internment camps and flee on boats, um, they are also starting to hear rumors about a mysterious plague that is gripping the Northlands. So, Arthas and Sir Uther are sent to investigate. They are joined by Jaina Proudmore. Proudmore is a name you should remember. The Proudmore family um, have been the leaders of Kul Tiris, uh, which is the, the strong naval fleet uh, that were so uh, powerful in the Second War and helping with their naval superiority. Jaina herself, which is a longtime friend of Arthas Menethil, is a very powerful wizard, and the Kirin Tor, uh, the mage organization out of the mage city of Dalaran, uh, sent her to help her friend Arthas in their investigation of these plagues. What they discover is that Adderhall, uh, it's Anderhall, which is the primary grain distribution site for all of Lordaeron, um, they get there and they find that the grain has been infected with a plague that kills people very quickly if they consume it. There they see Kel'Thuzad and Kel'Thuzad uh, and see that he is responsible. Um, so they go after Kel'Thuzad and Kel'Thuzad uh, reveals that, oh, this is a part of a greater power that he's only following the orders of a dreadlord named Mal'Ganis. And he is responsible for the scourge. Now, enraged, Arthas says that he will kill Mal'Ganis. He will travel to Stratholme, which is one of the largest cities 
in the northeast corner of Lordaeron, um, and that's where he will confront this Dreadlord. Now, when he says Scourge, what he means is that this plague infecting the, the grain silos didn't just kill you. When you died, you came back as an undead. And this scourge, this plague of undeath, was washing across the kingdom of Lordaeron. In the city of Hearthglen, after being saved by Sir Uther, uh, Lightbringer, Medivh comes to him and he warns him and the prince, you must travel west to Kalimdor. And like his father, Arthas refuses, saying that his place is with his people. Now, obviously, Jaina believed the prophet's words, but Arthas would not be swayed to leave his kingdom, and he continues on to the city of Stratholme to deal with the threat of the scourge. Okay, so here is a pretty crazy moment, because the prince arrives at Stratholme with Sir Uther, with Jaina, and finds that the grain has been distributed to this major metropolitan city. And this is where shit gets crazy. Because Arthas orders that the Knights of the Silver Hand under Sir Uther help him and slaughter the town. Now, <laughs> I want to put this in a perspective that you understand. He sees that these people have been eating the grain, that they're going to die, that they're going to soon rise as an undead uh, horde that will destroy everything in its path. Let me just use a local city. So uh, imagine, <laughs> so I'm not going to say a large city, Los Angeles, let's just say, let's, let's use California as a, Southern California as a sense of this. So let's say that Los Angeles is Lordaeron. Uh, that's that's the, the primary capital uh, of Lordaeron. It's a huge city in itself. Um, Stratholme is like San Diego. It is a, a, an equally huge city, but not as large as the, the primary city, but still huge enough that it is a major uh, cosmopolitan area. Arthas is asking for the culling of an entire city, a massive city. Now, Uther would not. He was absolutely appalled by this. He would not do it. He said that even if Arthas was the king, he would defy this order. And in that defiance, Arthas disbanded the Knights of the Silver Hand, the paladins that were created to protect the life, the light, the, the world of Lordaeron. And he called on those still loyal to him to come with him. Now, Uther took his followers and left. Jaina quickly followed. And feeling abandoned, Arthas turned to the slaughtering of an entire town. Um, he was in this race with Malganus. He's trying to kill people as fast as he can. Malganus is trying to get them corrupted and turned into undead. And what was left is a fiery mess of a city. A, a fire that still burns. <laughs> All these years later, when you go to Stratholme, it is a dead husk filled with undead, even all these years later, of those who did not survive, either being affected by the undead uh, scourge and, and becoming undead themselves, or being culled by the prince that they so loved. Now, after the culling, 
Jaina and Uther returned to Strathholm to bury the dead, and Jaina was met by Medivh. Medivh keeps coming to tell these people, and they keep ignoring him. He tells her that Arthas will only die if he heads to Northrend. Now, Arthas, who has been seeking out Malganus as he's calling the city, finally catches up to Malganus, and Malganus slips away, vowing to meet him in Northrend. So it's calling that there is going to be this epic meetup in Northrend. Northrend, where we all know, at the beginning of our conversation, the Frozen Throne is, and the Lich King. She says that he, Medivh tells her that if Arthas goes to Northrend, that is the only way he would die. Um, he, but he tells Jorna, he pleads with her, you must travel west to Kalimdor. And wants her to just listen. Like, if you want to save yourselves, you have to flee now. After Strathholm was purged, some of the former paladins that had gone with Arthas had become death lords and committed heinous acts in other cities all across Lordaeron. Now, these acts were so dark, so evil, that these... Former paladins, former knights of light, had become revenants. These evil spirits that wander the land, destroying everything in their past. Some, many of them slaughtering their own families, believing they were impure and therefore making themselves evil in their doing so. And I think there is where we're going to leave this. Medivh has pleaded with everyone who will listen, take your people and flee to the west. Arthas, being slowly driven mad by what he has to do, the purging of his own people, the culling of Strathholm, hunting this dreadlord Malganus, um, he's fleeing north. He's going north after Malganus. He's heading to the frozen wastes of Northrend. We're going to leave it here. The war has not even begin, begun. This is purely the setup for this <laughs> epic showdown. And we're going to go from there and we'll get into the rest of it next week. Um, I'm going to leave it there. Darlings, thank you guys so much for listening. I know that this week was very untraditional in podcast weeks because it was <laughs> me coming back and trying to um, coming back and trying to kind of get back into a new normal. The new normal is <laughs> constantly evolving. I will have a new show for you next week. Um, I actually do think, just because of the out of time I'm going to be here, I am actually going to have one of my friends go over to my house and uh, uh, grab my external hard drives and send them to me, mail them to me, uh, so that I can continue doing my flashback episodes because I enjoy doing those and I'm kind of sad that I did not think to bring those external hard drives that have all those uh, files on them. So, darlings, love you all so much. I uh, can't wait to talk to you guys all next week. I will uh, put the outro right here. Okay, with the program, me has no one is so rich as to throw away a friend. You know how. Well, thank you so much, Chi Chi. You are exactly right, my friends and darlings. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Donna Sugar Show. 
You can download these episodes anywhere you can find podcasts online. And darlings, I love to hear from you. So give me a call at 716-236-8599. Leave me a voicemail, me at DonnaSugars.com. Or find me online at Twitter and Instagram at DonnaSugars. And on Facebook at the Donna Sugar Show Facebook page. Or check me out on World of Warcraft with the Blizzard battle tag BSH Donna. That's World of Warcraft. This place that I have spent most of my adult life, the one place where I feel like I have contributed to society. Yes, that society is not real and completely made up, but hey, I still feel like I've contributed something. That's World of Warcraft, the battle tag BSH Donna. Kisses, darlings. Bye. And if you enjoyed this background music, check it out on Audio Library on YouTube. Just search Friendship by Declan DP. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.